Well, Alan, what's the crack? How are you going? How's well, you going? must be fucking sick of doing podcasts at this time. You're no, only I... after finishing your own. Yeah. And now straight into mine. I love it. And you're in a hurry. Yeah, I'm always in a hurry though. How's that? Just always on to the next thing. Are you a workaholic? No, I wouldn't be a workaholic, but can't relax. Why is that? Have you always been like that? I'd say I have, yeah. Is it a little ADHD thing? I'd say it's undiagnosed minor ADHD. Functioning. Like a functioning alcoholic? Yeah. But you're not an alcoholic because you don't drink? No, because I give it up. Because I asked you last week, do you want to come on and do a podcast after your own? And you, I said, do you want some drink? And you go, no, off drink. But I would have been driving back anyway, so even if I was drinking, I wouldn't have been able to. Plenty of B&Bs, Mount Rats, hip-hopping in town. I'm telling you. I've been out Mount Rats before years ago. Really? Yeah. Where was the place you went drinking? That was when the Phelan's. pub was up. Phelan's. Yeah. Pub? Was it a pub Phelan's? Was Joe Orna Phelan? Her father used to have a pub. Maybe it wasn't called Phelan's. I don't, think, I don't know. See, I wasn't a big drinking man either. Yeah. I, kn- I know that there's only two, no, there's three, three pubs Three pubs now. open now, isn't there? But That's there it. Be, what, about 10. There was a heap of them. A heap of them. But now there's only Bennett's, Kerwin's and Purcell's. It's a shame really, isn't it? Ah, do you go much? I go to things, but I wouldn't go out like of a Saturday night for no reason. Yeah. Just to go out, like, you know, but there's always something to go to, like, if it's a birthday or a wedding or a. You were a poor leash man. Poor leash Originally. Yeah. yeah. From the town. From the town. What age are you? 34. You're a young looking 34. Oh, I'll take that. Thanks very much. Yeah, though. What age are you? I'm 42. Oh, you look a bit younger than that. Loads of kids, logger, and war out. <laughs> I'm wore out. A blogger and a logger. A blogger and a logger, yeah. I never <laughs> would have thought. Like... Are you a blogger? No, I, well, see, no one's a blogger anymore because it all started off with people actually having a blog site and to type up their feelings on like so a website. Vlog. So now, it, yeah, it's just, I don't know what you call it. Like, I, can't, I don't know. Are you Some, from a big family? No. Well, big extended family, small, immediate family, three children, but then I have 85 first cousins. And there was 13 children on my mother's side, 11 on my father's. So I've about double oh. that of aunts and aunts and all. And do all your aunts and uncles have loads of big family? Like, They all have like, yeah, four or five children, a lot of them. Are. So your mother and father were the black sheeps, having the small ones? Yeah, well, they were the younger ones, you see. So the kind of the clatter of the family started to ebb out by the time they started to create. What, what age is your mother and father? 60, 60. Oh, they're young? Yeah, they'd be young enough. Like. Still working? No. Retired? Yeah, retired. Living off your money? No, they're living off their own. <laughs> <laughs> what did, your, fa- tour, like, what did so your father do? Father's a retired guard. Uh, oh, is that how you know Louise? Yeah. Well, I know her from around the town anyway. Like. Was he a guard in Portage? For or a while, he... yeah. And then Momelik. And your mum? She would have been a telephonist up in Dublin. and it's telecom air, Telecom air. And she was worked on the switchboard, so she would have connected calls between... Does that happen? Not anymore, but it did back in the 80s. My mum and dad used to tell me... When dad used to ring from telephone boxes, it was always an operator yeah. getting you in contact. So was that like there to there, there to there? So you'd ha- not a household, but like to be like an operator for Port Leash. So if someone rings up and they'd have to like the ring and say a particular county or town, you'd plug into the switchboard of that then and that person would connect through and then you'd be ringing, do you want to take this call? But then a lot of the operators used to be the postmistresses. They were very nosy, so they wouldn't put down the receiver and they'd be listening to Listen, everything. I do the same. They'd hear them breeding. They'd hear Kathleen down the road <laughs> and her emphysema rattling down the phone. Do you know what I mean? You like, do the same, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, but There's I'd be no cuter one. with it. Like. it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm a gay man and we're notoriously nosy. Did you always know you were gay? Does everyone ask that? 
They do actually, yeah. Isn't that a weird question to ask? I suppose, I think because the majority of people aren't gay. But so they want to know what it's like. But it's kind of like asking, did you always like wanking? And you go, no, only when, when I started. <laughs> only when you got to puberty. Like. <laughs> only when I got going at it. <laughs> um, no, it didn't always, no, no. When, but, so when you went to school in Portage Town, did you? No, Balafin. Oh, fancy. Well, it wasn't fancy then. Ah, it was fancy enough. Because ah. for you to go to Balafin, your mum and, and dad had to say, no, he's not going to town because they're all cunts. I'm bringing him out there, away from them bastards. But see, the brother went to the CBS in town with the cunts. Went to town, did he? Yeah, but I went there. Cause it was all whoever you went to primary school or where they were going. And it was a mixed school, as a bit of crack, so I went out there. But it was falling apart by the time we got there. She used to have yeah. the gym floor, used to be warped. So if you're playing basketball, you put it down the floor and it hits you back in the head. Cool. Yeah, it was... <laughs> It was a good crack though. Did you like school? Yeah, I loved it. Really? Yeah, I didn't particularly like the learning part, but... What were you into? The crack. I used to be into everything. Like, I used no, to play all like, the sports back in the day. Did you like any like, subjects in particular? Like, were, were there any subjects... Geography. Just mad about geography. Liked English because you didn't have to study. You just read the book and give your opinions on it, so it was easier. But you liked school? Yeah. And when you left school, did you know what kind of you wanted to do or... Not really, no. Something that... Took the least effort, but give you a good enough money. That's what so I wanted. So when you'd done your leave and it was like, oh, what what points will I have? And then I'll figure it out. Yeah. And what did you go for? Went for primary teaching. Did you did you always want to go to college though? Yeah. Just to get out of the house? Just because it was a done thing really and to move out home and it was to go away with the lads and you know, live on your own and it was yeah. a big thing. Like, But it was kind of like extending your childhood really because you didn't have to go out in the big bad world yet. But you don't think that when you're younger. You're just thinking, I just want to get out of house. I just want to get out of home. But it's getting out of home without responsibility. Yeah. So you're kind of dragging the arse out of it. And where did you go? NUI Galway for a year, then dropped out of there because I was doing arts and just too busy drinking there. So I didn't do any arts study. Arts is very vague, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. What, what were you doing? <laughs> so hey, wait, uh, we're in arts. When you got it and went down the first day to college, what is arts? When I picked four subjects, Celtic civilization, archaeology, Sociology and geography. That sounds brilliant, actually. <laughs> one of the one of the Celtic civilization. One of the li- modules was Welsh literature. So, I really? didn't really, I didn't last long at that. Wow. Do you know Celtic civilization is supposed to be actually derived from Egypt? Go away, is it? Yeah. Well, I There's, know the Celts came from kind of. Uh, parts of France, Austria, kind of there's mainland a, Europe there's and migrated. A, a pharaoh's daughter buried in Kerry somewhere along with oh, all yeah, their, their monkeys and their jewellery and stuff. Only heard that the other day. I don't know if that's real, so don't fact check me. Which are we, us and then maybe after us, the Scots and the kind of Welsh are the only kind of proper Celt people left and a bit of Brittany in France. The rest of them are all died out or were... So everyone's dying out now, aren't like, they? But the Celts, we're the really only proper full Celtic nation now. Do you feel Celtic? Yeah. Do you feel Irish? Yeah, very much so. Um, when you left Galway, uh, what did you do then? Went to Carlo. To down do? the road. PR and communications. That's why, and you loved that? Yeah, because it was like, yeah, a laggy kind of one, like, do you know? What does that mean? Just like, I didn't have to study too much to do it, because it came natural. So what, what is it, what, that's what you ended up Anyone doing, Anyone with a it? big gob, kind of, and a bit of cop on is good for PR and communications, like, and you'd be good at it. Were you always outgoing? Yeah, attention seeker. In what way? Just looking for attention. Like, look at me, class clown. 
like in a, in a funny way or just like having the laugh like yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and how did you not did you try to go do a bit of singing or was it comedy or just being loud just being loud like kind of off the cuff funny or whatever like do you know that kind of way so how long did you do college there three years and out there qualified yeah but then the recession it was 2008 2009 there was nothing so I went to work in a call centre in Carrick and Shannon and Leitrim did you move up yeah there was a few of us that went up there really bad times and really good times yeah and um, did you like that job or hate it hate it would you like the freedom? She'd had to take 90 phone calls a day with English people hating you over the credit card. It's tough going. Well, at least they were talking to someone that could speak English. But then they'd say, like, are you out in the bog taking that call? I can't <laughs> did understand they say you. that? Oh, they did, yeah. They're very racist. Call me leprechaun and everything. They didn't? Oh, they did, yeah. And can you tell them to fuck off? No, but I told someone, their calls are all recorded, but I tell, did tell someone to shove their card up their hole and it wasn't. And I hung up, hung up on them, but it wasn't. I wasn't pulled up on it, so it wasn't hard. You know the way when you I was fired bank, from ringing in sick too many times. Do you know when you ring the bank and ring all the insurance crowds and they say these calls are being recorded for training purposes? Mm. No one actually listens back. Oh, we were made listen back to calls. They picked them randomly and you'd have to sit there with some eejit with a pen taking down notes and you'd be cringing listening to yourself. How many bosses have you had? Jeez, I've had a many of jobs. So oh, I couldn't even count. Have they all been that kind of job? I worked in like call centre, worked in loads of supermarkets, pubs, shops, a medical device factory in Galway, making stints. Fucking done loads. How have you had so many? Just weren't happy in any of them? Well, sure, like, I suppose when you're growing up in college and then weekends and then after college hopping around from one job to the next. I was fond of the soap at the time, so I used ringing sick a good bit to jobs, <laughs> so I'd have to move to the next one. What was your favourite job? Jesus, I don't think I've had one. Picking strawberries out in the heat when I was young. <laughs> no, I didn't have a favourite job. Probably the one I'm in now. What's your job now? Working advertising agency. How long are you there? Well, working in advertising agencies and stuff like that for the last 10 years, so kind of proper job. So obviously when you got your first job in... Advertising, that's it. I like this. This is what I'm going to stay at. Yeah. So what was your first job in an advertising agency? It was being a TV buyer. So basically you would plan and buy your clients TV campaigns. What? So, yeah. So like, who did I have at the time? Yeah, but how did you get that job? Because I used to work in TV3 when it was TV3 back in the day. Ah, you can go back and tell me how you got that job. There was an internship going Got that, did it for six months. They liked me, kept me on and gave me a full-time job. So what was your job in TV3? It was marketing intern. Then I got kept on on the digital team. So I need the, they called it VOD, video on demand. So I need the like, show when you go on the player and the pre-rolls hmm. that are on that. So I was managing all that. On your own? TV3 player. Well, there was other people on the team as well. Like, but. And did you go in there with everyone that works there? Yeah. Like all the TV people? Yeah. Around I used the floor to, with the cameras and... Yeah, I used to... Um, some brands would come in and they'd want a promo run on Ireland AM. So I used to do the voiceovers and some of those. No way. Yeah. And they used to do I did radio ad. I did a voiceover before for the Great Irish Bake Off. And did you have a different voice for that? Or did you put on a voice? Oh, you'd put on a bit of it. Like it was still country, but like you'd pronounce your THs. Like, Show me a bit of it. Jesus. Like, um, I don't know. I can't, just tell me something to say. Like, um, welcome to the David Cuddy podcast, The Wood from Trees. Welcome to the David Curry podcast. Something like that, I don't know. And would there be someone there in another room listening to you going, no, nope, that's not right. Pronounce yeah, you went too better. fast, you went too slow, do it this way, do it that way, do a few versions. 
was there a lot of drama queens up there? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah, television. Because there was a time Expose it was on the go then and everything to be all in now. But they were all really nice in fairness. Like so the Glenda Gilson and Karen Costers. And, and but who was the, was there anyone, you don't have to give their names, but was there anyone that you walked in every day and they were looked so nice in television you knew they were just a walking, talking bastard? Well, there was a few cunts going around, like you'd know a bit ahead in them and the way they acted with you. And would they have been on big money? Mm, just television in Ireland's not as big money as you think. There's only a few, few of the higher ups in RTE that be on the big money. Other than that, it's like any other type of job. It's just conceived or perceived that it's big money. And when you work in television and you have loads of interns and people doing what you're doing, are they all there to try and work their way up to get on TV? Yeah. Well, some of them are like to get up high and like producing or directing things like that. But a lot of the presenters would have started making cups of tea and then they get on as a runner on a show and then they might get on as a producer or something. And then someone rings in sick and, oh, geez, what will we do? I'll do it. Hand up. It must be some kick in the hole for television studios and radio stations now when no one needs that anymore. You just have to get a run on social media and you can bypass it all. Yeah. Like there's people with social media accounts that are way more famous and have way more pull and make way more money than anyone on television. Yeah. They kind of all missed the trick, didn't they? Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, like journalists hate the influencers and I'm doing the old air of Articommas there because um, the journalists are always brought away on the trips and given the free stuff and they were hounded to get like a piece in the paper. But like, you know, readership and paper stuff have gone now, down now, but it's all the influencers that are getting the free stuff to shout out. So mm. the journalists are fair sore over it. And why did you leave there? Just get sick of it? No, just one of the agencies I was dealing with at the time. They got onto me with a job and more money, so off I trotted. And what was your job there? TV planner and buyer, so planning like so. One of the clients at the time would have been like say a Bulmers or like Tato or Hunky Dories. So you plan their TV campaigns. Like how do you do that? Well, you'd have all these intricate buy sheets that were called and different pricing by month, all the different stations, and you'd plan out how many. It's all ratings. You've heard of TV ratings, mm. so it's all based on how many ratings you'd have for a campaign and basically who your target audience is and what the reach is. So if you have 15, 34 as your audience, your reach is going to be a one plus of 80%. So your TV campaign will hit your audience, 80% of your audience at least once. You know, it's all that but kind of thing. But how do you know when they're hitting it? Like are you buying, the systems. Are you buying a, a certain time at this time in the evening, this is who's going to be watching TV and for how many seconds and this is going to cost this much? Kind of like, so you work, every station has a different price for each audience. So you'd have your mix of your RT, your TV3 back in the day, Sky and Channel 4 and all that. And then you'd run all time. So all the day parts. But like most of your airtime would go out in peak, they call it. So it's between 6 and 11. Is that peak time? Peak time, yeah. It's when most of the viewership is. Well, how, how much is an ad for peak time? It depends on the, it depends on the station, on the, you know, the program and everything. But like, like if you were to buy a, like the Late Late Toy Show, the biggest yeah. program in Ireland, like to buy, say... 30 second spot and that could be like 40 grand 40 grand but then you're hitting like 1.2 million people with the one ad it's a lot of money it is yeah and how long did you stay doing that stayed that for about three three and a half years and then went to another agency then same job well actually left advertising agencies and went helped um, my friend Andrea Roach she was she had a model agency and it's kind of started with the influencer agency as so I helped her with that then getting that off the ground and how did you make friends with her? I knew her through a mutual friend. She was. She kind of said to him, she was looking for someone that had kind of agency experience. She's not way older than you. 
Oh, she wouldn't be at all, no. She has to be old. I used to live in Clonmel and I used to remember her rocking around. She'd be only a few years older than you, like. Sure, I'm nearly 50. <laughs> 42 is the nearly 50. Oh, I feel nearly 50. <laughs> no, she'd be only around your age or a little bit older, like, yeah. Right, and do you still work with her? No, but like, I was pals with her, like, yeah. so I came back to into other agencies and all that, like, so, yeah, I'm still friendly with her, yeah. Chat cool. her most days. She's mad as a brush. Isn't it mad how, um, like, if you look at all the people that you were in school with, all your classmates say in secondary school. Yeah. Like, do you ever think and say, wow, everyone goes in such mad directions. Yeah. Everyone goes so out there. Mm. And when you have someone say that you were outgoing, that can go either way. That can be, you can go so outgoing that you end up nowhere. <laughs> or you end up going really far. Yeah. It's mad. Yeah, sure. Like, what are the, just, who would be like, sure, like Robert Sheen there, he's on the, in the, on the telly or in the films. Like, he's, what you call it, he'd be famous, yeah. I suppose you call it, you know, like, and he, he was in school with us. Was he in your class? Yeah. Do you ever be chatting to him? I haven't seen him in a good few years, but I used to be pally with him when I was younger, like, and if, just if I met him on the street, I'd chat away at him. Yeah. And do you, you live in Dublin now, don't you? Yeah. And how did you end up living up there, just handy just, for work? Just at the jobs, yeah. I used to commute up, but then that was a whore, so moved up then. And you're married, aren't you? Married, yeah. How long you see you married? the old fawn, yeah, can you? Yeah, how long are you married? Four and a bit years. Well, is it, is it better than being single? <laughs> when, when I got married, I was with Vicky. Oh, God. I'd say Lily was five and we were with each other about four or five years before that. And then you get married and go, well, what's it like? What's married life like? Yeah, it's the very same as it was, only I have more bills now because yeah. I have to pay for the wedding. Well, it depends what age you are as well. If you're fucking in your late 30s or 40s, you don't really want to be single because... All your friends aren't, and you'd be the old lad in the pub with the young people, do you know? Did you have a big wedding? Yeah. Well, it was 130, but it was in Italy, so. I often wondered if two lads were getting married. Yeah. It must be a dream. Say, when I was getting married, right, if I, if I had my way, right, I would have had the tiniest, tiniest wedding and just had grey crack. But Vicky wanted the. Is it more practical when it's two lads? No, because it's just, we're gay, like, so we like the kind of the, the yeah, flash. Yeah, but, but there's, there's different gay. You know, we're all, gay, all the gays at the end of the day are of notions, like, you know. Do you know, you know the way you can have lads that are just so, pretend to be real masculine? Do you know the way the lads do with the chest out and you see them in the pub and they're walking through the pub like this? Yeah. Is there the opposite in gay lads that are pretending to be camp? No, I don't think any of them pretend to be camp. The ones that were kind of like, I think in the gay world, it's kind of frowned upon sometimes or some people think it's bad to be camp or feminine or whatever feminine like that so a lot of them are kind of toxic masculinity in the gay world yeah. so it's kind of like you know they go to the gym a lot their muscle varies they go around like they're this and that you know mm. what I mean like and it's looked down upon if someone's camp and when did you start doing your social media probably time when I was in kind of working in the influencer agency so around then really and then I started doing commentary in Love Island so that's where I got a few followers how long are you out. doing that now Four or five years, I'd say. Are you? Yeah. And does that mean, are you at stage now where you hate looking at it or do you yeah. like looking at it? I haven't, I've only done it one or two nights this week. Just sick of it? It's a chore. Because like you're... It's hard to watch, isn't it's, it? Well, no, I love watching it because if you're just watching it, not doing it, but you're with the phone, you're kind of being really switched on and you have to do a few stories and then in between the breaks you have to talk to the camera. I've only started talking to the camera the last while. Do you, how do you like the social media thing? Do you like talking to the camera? No. Well, I don't mind it now, but I was cringing at the thought of it. Like, 
because you used to do it facing the TV. Yeah. And it's it's just the act of turning the camera that you No, I used to even talk. I just take the picture of whatever's going on or a video and then r- do text on it, like slagging or whatever. Yeah. And, but people react more to the video, obviously, when you're... A bit of both, like, you know, they like a bit of both. But you know, like, it's that kind of thing. You feel like an old prick going around with the phone, selfie mode, looking up at it with the moo eyes talking. Like, you feel like an age is going around. Took me ages to... I used to be so nervous. Sometimes I'd be sitting in the car and I wouldn't do a video unless there was no one watching. Because it was so easy for me in the wood when there's not a person around yeah. the place. But um, I'd still feel if I, w- I would never walk down the street, I wouldn't be able with loads of people watching. No. I'd feel like a, a knob end. But I think as well, like, if I saw a girl doing it, I wouldn't think as bad as if I saw a lad doing it. I'd never seen a girl doing it. Well, you, you would up in Dublin now, like you'd see them kind of. But you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't think... As much if I saw a girl talking into her phone as if I saw a lad, I'd be like, oh, come on. And when you were in the agency, did you deal with a lot of social media influence? Yeah. And are they a different gravy? Some, it's like anywhere. It's like if you go into any job or anything, some are sound, some aren't, some are mad, some aren't. Just that kind of way. You've, um, you've started a new podcast. Yeah. How are you finding it? Loving it. Do you? Yeah. Recorded the third one there now, this it, evening. It's, um, it's a way freer experience than talking on the phone, isn't it? Oh yeah, it, you don't feel as restricted, and you can no. have a chat. And uh, what did you find most daunting about it? Just like not having something to say at a particular time, but we haven't had that struggle, or like you just don't think about it. And yeah, we don't even plan for that. And we just literally do you know? <laughs> maths presses play, and then we go. We don't. No, nothing. Prefer to be loose and kind of non, bit raw as ropes, like we are. Yeah. Why did you stop drinking? I was too fond of it. Or shy at it or too fond of it? Oh no, I was very good at it. Oh, too very good fond at it. it. Oh, very good at it, yeah. yeah. Like even in third year of college in Carlos, that would have been four four years of college. It would have been maybe two cans and a litre of vodka before I'd go out. Really? Yeah. So the tolerance was that high. Fuck. I was able to handle it, do you know, that kind of way. You're a big fella. Messy. Yeah. What height are you? Six, four or five, kind of. Six, four and a half. Fuck. Depending on the runner I wear. That's, that's a big man. Um, but yeah, loved it. Loved the drink. Loved it too much. Then that's um, Why did what happened that you just went? I'm not doing this anymore. Oh sure. But one of the years went through about six jobs and all oh, green and sick. Just been a bit of a mess. Yeah. Family getting on onto you. Even when the lads start saying, "I oh, lad, cop on with the drink," you know, you have a problem. And um, what? You're 24. Like I remember when I was going through stuff like that. Who who's that person that said it to you that you went? Oh, I may listen now. It's when the lads start getting onto you, kind of like. When you're friends and you're in 23, like, geez, relax with the drink. You know it's bad if a 23-year-old lad is telling you to calm down with the drink. And were you able to stop just like that? Well, not straight away, no. You'd kind of start for a while and then you'd have a night out and you'd be back to square one. But eventually then I decided, like, and yeah. give it up and haven't done it in over 10 years. I'd be it, afraid to know. Because you're in a hurry, I'm going to do some quick-fire questions. People love these. Right. So I have to answer very quickly. Is it not really think of a response? Well, if, it's up to you. It's up to you. Uh, what's your first vivid childhood memory? Running away from my mother towards the shop. Do you remember Paddy Dowlins by the old Dunn stores? Yeah. Yeah, so running up, my estate was just there, running up the top of the road and tearing up there to that when it was two and the mother chasing me. It was two and a half or something. He had a moustache, didn't he? Yeah. Had he, a fine moustache. He slapped me in the hand once. I'd say you deserved it. We used to be gone. We go to town once a year. We were mountain men, right? Never cameras, brought, is it? Yeah, cameras up the mountain. Cameras. Never brought anywhere. And <laughs> Mammy brought us in there one day. I, I, can, I was very small. And I remember the sweets were real low. Yeah. 
And I went in, I was eating them. <laughs> and he grabbed me by the hand, put down, put down, and then gave me a smack. <laughs> and it, it, it traumatized me. Uh, if you could make one phone call to heaven, who would you call? Granny, probably, one of the grannies. Couldn't pick between them. So oh, whoever, whoever would answer first. Is home for you a place or a feeling? Place, Portage. Do you feel home Dublin, no? Mm, kind of like, but not home home. Uh, if your life was a movie, which scene would you replay over and over? Don't say wedding. It's too gay. Don't say <laughs> wedding. Jeez, I don't know. Um, Got you with that one? Yeah, I couldn't pick. Would you like yourself if you met yourself? Oh yeah, love myself. Yeah? Yeah. What's something that you're holding on to that you need to let go? What people think of me. Do you worry what people think of you? Bitch, yeah. Always or just since the social media thing? No, always. It's getting less and less. As you get older? Yeah. I think as lads get older, we stop caring less and less. Yeah. That would have been the class clown kind of part of it. Like, you know, yeah. make everyone laugh and love you. <laughs> or annoy them. If you had to ask one person a question and had to answer truthfully, who and what would you ask? Oh. Jesus. Ian Bailey, did you kill Sophie Tusk on the plant here? <laughs> That's not a bad question. I was just talking about it earlier. Sorry. <laughs> mad to know, but I think he did. Do you think that? Well, it's hard to know, like, you know, but... It is hard to know, but where there's smoke, there's fire. But it the doesn't thing, make sense. thing is, whether he did or not, if he didn't do it, just he dragged himself into the bloody firm in the eye of it all. Do you yeah. know that kind of way, like... Yeah. There's a lot of fucking creeps out there. Yeah. Who brings you the most happiness in your life? Other half and the dogs. What's his name? Peter. Give me a shout out there. How are you, Shout Peter? out to Peter. How many dogs have you? Two. What are they? Lurchers. What's a lurcher? It's a park greyhound. Sounds so anonymous, doesn't it? It's a greyhound mixed with another dog. <laughs> do you think ha things happen for a reason or do we find reasons after things happen? Take a bit of both. Do you believe in God? No. At all? Well, if someone came in here with a gun, I'd be down saying the Hail Mary just in case. It's funny how that works, isn't it? Yeah. But like, I wouldn't be religious really, no. Uh, what, Not again religion, though. What do you want to be known for after you die? Being funny. Would you like to be a comedian? No. Just generally funny. I think it's too much pressure to be funny when you're a comedian. Do you find it... I do not find... I think the most pressure you could put yourself under is every time I open my mouth, I have to entertain. Yeah. It's every day. It's exhausting. But you don't have to do that every day, do you? Ah, for wherever, wherever I am, I'm the class clown, whether it's in work or this or that, yeah. That's very hard. Oh, yeah. You should give yourself a rest. I don't rest, though. So I'm always, always <laughs> on to the next. <laughs> Go barely every morning. I'd be awake at six. What do you do when you get up? What's a typical day for you? I'd wake up at, say, six, half six. And if I'm working in the office, we get up at half five and then be in the gym for six and then go to the office. If I'm working at home, wake up at half six, then maybe watch an hour of Housewives, Real Housewives in bed on my phone, then get up, walk the dogs and then go to work and then do all that. Then how, always on to something, something, something. How long is your work day? It's nine to half five. And do you like everyone you work with? Yeah, they're all very sound in fairness. Yeah. You can't say anything else. You can't tell me they're cunts anyway. Well, I just would avoid the question. No, they're all kind of like in advertising, they're all a bit mad or cracked. Uh, so it's a laid back environment. Yeah. And when you're not doing the Love Island thing, mm. do you still do social media and stuff? And no, not too much. I'd be watching. I love telly. Like I'd watch Ant on the telly. Love it. Or takeaways. Love takeaways as well. If I gave you an unlimited amount of money, yeah. what would you do? 
buy an absolute fuck off mansion where like a private plane I'd have one in Ireland in the middle of like in the nice country, probably around Emo or something you know the nice <laughs> where all the big houses are <laughs> the big gates and then I'd have one maybe somewhere nice in Europe and then maybe one in LA or something and have a private jet and just fuck off around on holidays and be real ignorant with my money and if you could have your dream job what would it be? probably a television presenter but a real big one like the Late Late oh, Show. Would you like to do the Late Late? Yeah. I would think that would be so hard. Oh, you'd be dreading it. Imagine every Thursday. Live. Thursday evening you wouldn't be able to relax knowing you're on live the next day. First live television programme I'd do jail. <laughs> jail. What do you mean you do jail? As in because my brain doesn't function properly. If, I ha- if, if you tell me don't say this. Don't press the red button. all I can think about. Yeah, yeah. It's all I can think about. I'd have to take an emodium. What's that? Is stop that you, stop that? you having the squirts. Oh, I thought I'd give you the squirts. <laughs> no, Thank no, God I'm after figuring now. <laughs> it could have been horrific. <laughs> stop you from a jizz. You'd have some dicky tummy before that, wouldn't you? Tell people about your podcast there. It's t- called The Two Culties. So it's me, myself and Kieran Corrigan. And it's just... I just think like there's not enough representation of real country mucklers. Just in anything, really. Do you know that kind of way? Like, I've mm. always slagged up in Dublin for like, they don't understand half the sayings I do or Anthony, the kind of ways, the ways of life. It's just kind of like a bit of laugh like that. Just kind of light heart to taking the piss. Mm. Talking shy about Anthony, really. Like, there's no real format to it. And your third episode's coming out. Yeah. So we hit number one there on the Spotify podcast charts in Ireland there last week for a couple of days. Like, so really happy with that. That's cool. Yeah. I'd say when you release the first, be nervous. Yeah, it was nervous enough, but not too bad. I thought it was like it would do all right, but I didn't think it would do as well as it did. Yeah. And did many people say it to you? Yeah, loads. Did they know you were doing one? No. But then a lot of people didn't say things as well. Did your mum listen to you? She did. What did your mum and dad think? It was the first podcast I listened to. They thought it was very long and that I cursed a lot. How long was it? It wasn't that long. It was like 50 minutes, but they That's thought it was bad. long. They didn't know what a podcast was, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, I said, did you like it? Oh, it was very long. Do you like podcasts yourself? Yeah, I listen to a bit. Not a huge amount either, like, but I would, yeah. What's your favourite podcast? There's one I'm listening to in a minute. It's like a BBC 4, BBC 3 one. It's called I'm Not a Monster. Do you know you're on the Begum that went out to the... Do you there's three teenage girls in the UK went out to join ISIS? Fuck off. Yeah. I miss all this shit. What? I didn't hear it. What were we going to do? Do you know when like, ISIS was all the go and they started recruiting people to come over to the caliphate, to the paradise? Three young ones with fucking RPGs. Fucking no, they didn't go over such like that. They just thought they were going over to this um, Islam utopia. But they were like 15, 16 year old schoolgirls. They went out there and next minute they were married off and <gasps> living in a war zone. And do you remember your one then tried to come back and they wouldn't let her? I remember she that. Yeah. So they took her citizenship off her. So they're, rec- they're interviewing her and then tracing her journey. And it's really interesting. Wow. Yeah. I'd love to get her on. Which is, she'd have to go out to the um, refugee camp in Syria or Turkey or on the border there to interview her because that's where she is. Oh, she, they never let her back? No. She's kind of citizen-less. She's no citizenship of anywhere now. Like, no one wants her. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah. I think she was only 15. People do stupid things under 15. Yeah, true. But then they probably think she's a threat. Like, do you know, you don't know if she's still, if she's a terrorist or not. They don't know. Sorry, there was a belch in there after my fizzy drink. I think I'd be a shy terrorist. I'd be a shy spy because it wouldn't hold me pace. How do you be too busy? No, maybe you'd be a good spy. Because yeah. no one would think that the guy making the most noise in the room would be the guy that's going to do him. Yeah. 
So it could be a good good one. Could be spying now, couldn't it? Well, thanks a million for coming on. I know you're in a hurry and I just wanted to get a quick one done. Are you rushing out the door? No, we can say another bit. All right, that's not too bad. What time are we at? What are we at? Oh, you could say another five ah, minutes, yeah. That's not too bad. Because um, I thought that I had you for the whole evening. What were you going to do with me? Oh, Jesus, I won't tell you now. I'd only get you excited. You'd have me up on, <laughs> have me up on the table. <laughs> I'd only get you... No, well, It'd be like a rotisserie hey, chicken, hey, I, have, I have a woman at home <laughs> that when I left, she said to me... This is what she said to me. She goes, the ribs are fierce, so it won't be too long tonight. Now, I don't know what I'm going to do with her ribs when I get home. Because she is struggling. She's six months pregnant, so she's... Uh, She's really feeling it. You're going to massage my ribs. Is that what you're going to do? Like? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wreck a happy home. <laughs> you and Peter. My home or your home. You, you and Peter, I wouldn't like to wreck it on you, you know. Because I, I do think that I'm a gay icon. Do you? Yeah. Why do you Do think you agree that? with that or disagree? <laughs> well, you are kind of like... Because I get... When I started my social media, right? Now, Snapchat, to be fair, is my biggest, right? Yeah. And... My friends in York used to ask me because none of us ever went down this road and I accidentally went down it. So everyone would be there, hey, well, lots of women be messaging you. No, all lads, all dick pics. <laughs> 90% dick pics. 90% of them. And some of them are horrific. And, one, and some of the most scary things I've got have been from lads. <laughs> Seriously, like they're sending you that, even though they don't, they know you don't want it. They want to know that you've seen their Mickey. Well, That's sometimes the I think it. maybe they think I do want it because I spend a while singing "Backstreet Boys" in the cab. I I could be listening to any sort of music. Yeah. So if you were to drift in after you know scrolling through Grinder, next thing you go on to whatever on Snapchat and you see this lad singing "Backstreet Boys" and. I had a man bun at one time, sorry, how would I? Oh, well, there, there that's you go. it then. Like. There you go, I've had a lot of questionable hairdos. <laughs> the only person that hasn't had a questionable hairdo is you. <laughs> I, me, very questionable, my whole life. Go away. Yeah, it's, it's actually weird. My, when I was younger, because I didn't have that many friends in school. Really? I know, it's hard to believe, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe it's actually crap. <laughs> I didn't have that many friends. Where'd you go to school? Mount Rat. Mount Rat. Yeah. And... Most of the people that I went to school with left around third year. Yeah. You know, so I was kind of the only... What was it, a tech amount? Yeah, was tech, it? Yeah. yeah. And most of the people that I hung with were women. Yeah. So I was a slow starter and everyone thought I was gay and I probably ran a bit gay. So, yeah. Now I'm not gay. Look, I have kids and everything. But that doesn't say it, does it? No. Would you like to have kids? Wouldn't I wouldn't. That's not me. I would like them, but then the responsibility and like... Responsibility, the, the lifestyle, do you know. Asher, everyone, everyone's like that, and I think, um, like, when I didn't know I wanted kids, and even when Vicky was pregnant with Lily, you know, you don't, you're, you know, it's happening, it's yeah, coming, yeah. and then when the baby's born, it's this fucking yoke crying, and it's, you don't feel any real connect. You know, it's your baby, but it's only when you start communicating with women they're about a year old, and then that's it. They're yeah. Oh, if I had a child, I'd be loving it to be delighted. Like, look how like, much you love your dogs. Yeah. Would they be? Old? No. Seven or eight, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're fair attached Halfway. to Halfway. Oh, yeah. We lost a dog at Christmas. Oh, Jesus. Died. Oh, God. Ran over. She doesn't bless myself here now. Uh, uh, the Did Chris- they run a who run out the dog? They never even stopped. Cunts. Bastards. Yeah. Where they- was it? Out in cameras? She probably uh, know him. Uh, should we have to know him? Yeah. But they never even stopped. And it, it was funny. The year before, our old dog, that me, I bought Lily or Vicky for our first Christmas mm. and she got old and we were spending a fortune on her and we were like it's probably going to die and we'll just get another puppy 
and it'll probably you know mm. be easier for the kids and it'll be easier for us and we got this puppy a lovely little bit dog and then a year later the little baby dog gets killed Jeez. and it was right in front of Vicky and the kids oh. and everything because if it hadn't happened in front of the kids we'd have just you know buried it and not said it ran away mm. but no they fucking knew fuck Jeez. I'm having a bad run of it yeah yeah Between no car man, man bun hey I've no car why did no car broke down Jesus. Sold one. My new one's not in. I took Vicky's car to work yesterday and the transmission went on. Bang. In the middle of fucking Tipperary. Jesus. It's fucking rough. That's rough. It's nor rough. cotton, nor tip, but no car. Yeah, no. And like, you know, like in Killow Scully, you know, the, you know what happens? I was told to go down to Killow Scully yesterday and I thought I was killing the Scully. And I was typing it into Google, killing the Scully, killing the Scully. And it doesn't come up. Where it's, is Killow Scully? That's actually killing the Scully. But where is it? Tipperary. But whereabouts? Near Nina, is it? Or something? Yeah, it's near Nina, near Bursa Cane and all that. Oh, yeah. Banda country. Banda country. Is Banda right. country. You a lot of Protestants up around there and Clock is Jordan. There? Clock Jordan have a lot of Protestants, yeah. There's an awful lot of Protestants around Port Leash, though. Is there? Oh, I thought it was more outside Port Leash. Do you like Protestants? Don't mind them. I married one. Fair play to you. It's fucking rough, boy. <laughs> 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 I I think uh, some there was there was an old lady from around Cambridge, and like, she's a nice old woman, but she's Church of Ireland. Mm. And I married Vicky, and I'd be on my story sometimes saying about, oh, Vicky, she's fucking cooking again. She's trying to get me with her Protestant ways, or you know, I'd be yeah. leering about being Protestant. And this old woman came over to me. I thought she was joking, right? And she came over. You should stop that filthy talk on your. It's disgusting. I thought she was. Joke. Carson and the whatever. She, no, she was on about me getting mm. know about Protestants. And I was there. Chill out. Relax, like. You're not my demographic, mm. so don't be worrying about it. But she hates me. I, she looks at me every day, and, and I swear to God. And would she be Protestant? Of course she is. What's she doing on Instagram? What age is she? She's old. But obviously, she's not watching. She's been told. Ah, uh, she doesn't know what she's... It must yeah, be some ICA thing. Do ICA women go to... Are ICA women Protestants? ICWA, is it? Or Have you ever went to the ICA Irish. tent in the plough match? No. It's heaven. There's a load of buns and scones oh, and buns, pigs. Scones, tarts. Women in cardigans and the kind of long skirts. And they're real apple tarts. You know, yeah. not the ones with the big dough. It's like there's loads of apple. Yeah. That's the ones I like. Yeah, with a load of sugar on the top. Oh, I love them. <gasps> what is your favourite food? Takeaway. What takeaway? Supermax or Lamper Cobra or something dirty. Why does everyone like Supermax so much? It's unreal. I'm not a fan of Supermax. Are you know, I like an Italian chipper as well. I think Pat's trying to ride us on now. He oh, used yeah, to be. I'll take the riding. He used to be fair. Now he's giving me too much road riding. worse. No, 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 no. <laughs> we have all I, road worse. I, I, the Pat McDonough. I have never rode Pat McDonough. No, but you've rode worse. Not than him. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm or have you been rode by you. <laughs> I think I was raped once. <laughs> Go away, were you? I, hey, look. Sometimes I wonder. I know that I woke up. I was in a bad state. I didn't remember where I was, and it was rough now. Do I tell you the truth? Well, I wasn't, I don't think it was, I wasn't raped. I was sexually assaulted before by a woman. Really? Yeah. Where? Up in Carrick and Shannon. In the call centre? Well, not in the call centre, but when I was working there, yeah, it was after a house party. I woke up and I was sleeping in a bed with one I worked with. And, and you I don't woke, remember? Well, no, I woke up and she was sucking me off. What? Yeah. And I was gay at the time, like out. Not long, but. And were you happy or sad about that? No, I had to push her off me. And what'd she say, like? Oh, sorry, sorry, but I kept, kept trying to do it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, get away from the cock, please. But then she was down again, and then finally kind of got her off, and then 
locked, went back to sleep, said I'd leave it and then woke up again, I don't know, whatever time and half my hand was up her. And did you have to go back in and work with her then? Yeah. Was that awkward? Oh yeah, but sure, we're Irish, we're good. You're a man about it. We're good at putting things back in the in the box and then yeah, yeah, no, I'm telling you, only lads do that. Because mm. you just go, oh, do you know what? That's too damaging to think about. I'll park that over there. <laughs> go on I'll, I'll revisit in about <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> I counsel it. But no, I didn't like, it hasn't affected me. Do you yeah. know that kind of way? But still like, but it's different than if you're like aggressively, anally penetrated with yeah, someone yeah. you didn't want to rather than that. Still was a nice, still bad. But see, there's that's very bad as well because I know like all rape or sexual assault is bad. But like, Johnny, sometimes there's blurred lines and people start doing things and they don't know if the person wants it or not yeah. until they say it. But I was asleep, or you know, when you hear girls being touched, you know, when someone's yeah, asleep, yeah. like, yeah, like that's there, very, there is zero consent when there, if you're unconscious. There's like, zero lines there, like someone's yeah. asleep and you're at them. Like you're not giving out mixed signals like this. No, you're taking advantage of someone who's. Catching was she uh, older person or younger? Older than me, but she was like max 30 at the time. Fuck. She must fancy the shit out of you. Like, did, when you woke up, did you go, you fucking knew it would be you? No, no, there was no, like, I wouldn't have. Sure, it was gay. So you wouldn't think. It doesn't matter if someone. No, would... but you wouldn't think that, oh, the girl would be mad after the gay lad, she's gay. She probably had this thing, I'll turn him. Well, you could turn anyone under asleep. That's a good point. That's a good point. And what happened to you? Or you don't really know, you just know something happened. Um, years ago, we went to Santa Juanza. Mm. And now we got absolutely fucking, I was, I cannot, I was so drunk. Like I remember leaving, you know, when you're younger and mm. I remember leaving pub puking outside and then yeah. getting something to eat again and then going drinking again. Mm. Can't remember anything. And I remember waking up then in some apartment I don't know, it was fucking maybe six miles of a taxi away from where we were actually staying. And I was in the bathtub, right? And I was like, I had a fucking, I was split here. Mm. Now, maybe I'd fell, whatever. Yeah. And I had an unhuman sore hole. Yeah, that doesn't sound I, I, like, I had a fucking sore Like ass. if you fell on your arse, your cheeks would be sore, your tail and, bone, and not your was, ring. Yeah, like. there was nobody around. There was no, went back to the lads and was there, I fucking think I'm after getting fucking rolled up the hall. And I was saying, ah, you probably had scutters, you were puking last night, you probably, and I was like, how did I get there? How did I get there? Mm. And it put a downer on that day. <laughs> it's grand you know, it's the scary part as well, like, you didn't even know if didn't you were or know. not. And you were that blackout drunk, you didn't even wake up yeah. if you are. And I got home and you just, you know the way you just do your thing. And it was only afterwards, after a while, I was there thinking, Jesus, I wonder like, because you'd be there at night time and you'd be going, you fucking get fucking rolled. You're waiting for a flashback or something. Yeah, yeah. But I never got one. But I went home and I got, uh, my sister told me to go get tested and go all that. But sure, look, didn't have AIDS, didn't have anything. But I still think, you know, imagine you can get that. And hey, when I think about it now as an older man, you know, I go, some of that responsibility falls at me. No, but you should be allowed to get blackout yeah, drunk well, and not have to be raised. Two things can be wrong at the same time. So if, I, if I'm going down the street and it's a bad street and I'm waving my wallet full of 50s and I get mugged, yeah, the, the mugger's a cunt. You know, he shouldn't have done that. But also, I should have had some personal responsibility not to be going down a bad street waving my But stuff. you weren't waving your arse down the no, street. No, but, you know, you have to have responsibility for yourself too. You know, I think a lot of problems that we have in society is that we all don't take enough 
personal responsibility for anything we do, whether it's work, at home, where every single aspect of life. Yeah. Do you know, it's just a little bit of personal responsibility because you can't change the fact that there's cunts in everything. Yeah. Work, uh, social settings, in everything, there's always going to be cunts. Yeah. So you just have to have a little bit of personal responsibility. But that doesn't mean that I'm any less scared when I have kids growing up and yeah. letting them out. And, but that's life, isn't it? Yeah, that's the thing. But like, it's getting better now as in like, do you know what people, young people talk about things, these things anymore and they talk about consent. Yeah. But when we were younger, there was no such thing as consent as such. Do you know, things were brushed on Could the Could you imagine being a young like, lad now? Or young girl or young lad. Sure, it's like a minefield of PC walkness. A minefield. It's a minefield. I am terrified for my young lad. More mm. so than my little girl. Yeah. Because, you know, women hold all the power and lads are egots. We're all egots. Mm. Like when we're young. Like yeah. I'm a grown man now, I'm still fucking eager. <laughs> but like, if, imagine when you're young and you do stupid things and you can't control yourself and yeah. you're, you're a bit silly and none of that goes away now. Yeah. It's there forever. Could you imagine if you give me a phone years ago with all the porn? Oh, sure, Jesus. Here's a, here, here's a little box with all the porn in the world. All sure, of terrible. Sure, if someone were growing up from 14 watching these aggressive porn, that's what they think sex yeah. is. It's fair, you'd be fair delusional by yeah. the time you actually get there. Could you imagine your first time having sex? You'd be there, right, turn around, turn around, let me lift my legs Here's so a deep see my ball like, sack. Yeah. Like when, when I was younger, we had a, a magazine that we shared. Sticky, you know, sticky magazine. It was a rough magazine. It was hid in the maddest of places. I remember we got, my, my, I think my brother-in-law or someone came home from holidays and they had a, a deck of cards with naked women on it. It was like my dream come true. Oh, I remember them, yeah. Remember them? Yeah, to come back from holidays. Yeah, you'd have your friend, all right, I'll give you the ace of spades. And they'd be all older, <laughs> be models from the 80s and have a big yeah. bush. <laughs> Here's the king of hearts. Big springy Thanks. bush. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go now? Yeah, I have to head down in a minute. Right, hey, Alan, Carly, thanks a million for coming on. No, I bother. And uh, go listen to his podcast called Two Cultures with Kieran Corrigan and it's in all your platform. platforms. It's not on YouTube, yeah. is it? No. No. But uh, go listen to it everywhere and thanks a million and I'll see you all next week. Good thanks, luck. Thanks.